0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
1: Hello, and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined by cool producer Joe. Hey, Mark, how are you? Hey, cool producer Joe, how's it going?
2: it's going you right. had a birthday I'm, yeah since you last spoke to me how was it was it was it did, was, was it successful was it
1: successful the party without me
2: it yeah it was yeah obviously we just spent most of the night talking about what you, did you, say? you were there just wish mark was here yeah it'd be really it'd be so much better should
1: have paid in the fee should
2: have yeah i know i had to pay all my other friends <laughs> of course, yeah, of I'm, not, course. Not made, I'm not made of money <laughs> yeah
1: oh what did you end up
2: doing we went went out, had a big night out. I went and then um, went for a lovely dinner on Sunday, the day before my birthday. Lovely. You know, just I've eaten and drunk uh, sort of a bit like a Tudor king <laughs> for the last week. So I feel a bit
1: <laughs> sick and tired. Oh, no. But that's yeah. nice. It gives you a new sort of starting point for fitness goals. Now you can go, right, I've had that nice food. Yeah. You don't, look, you don't look like that's a good idea. You like. You just want to no, keep it, eating like that. You can if you I want. I do,
2: yeah. It's so, it's so hard to get out of that. I know. Don't once you, you start, once you start, once yeah. I'm
1: into a, eating healthily, I'm, I'm fine. As long as there's no sort of temptations knocking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, oh, it's just nice. Food's just so nice. I just had a brownie. So and I just went into town oh. and met a friend and it was in a place called, I think it's called brownie i think that's i think that's a name of it i was like i can't go and have a coffee in a place called brownie and not try one of the yeah, brownies no how good was it i went in there and i said what's your best brownie and they yeah. said i think they said F- chocolate fudge something and i'll I tell you yeah. what it was good it was good Yeah, yes bit of, bits how of much fudge in the middle uh, i mean for the tiny bit three pounds mental i didn't they don't put the prices out only when they ring it up like, I didn't, I didn't really think I could go. Actually, <laughs> three pounds yeah. is quite a lot of money for a tiny little brownie, but it, if I'm honest, it was nice. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, so yeah, that's, what, that's what's that's what been happening. That's been what's uh, what's happening. Uh, did you see obviously? I mean, when we're recording this, it, this is fresh news, just saw that, um, about Sean Locke. Did you see yeah, it's that? Yeah, that's so sad. Like I, I literally saw it on Twitter and then I just I just I just sat for ages. Like I just Yeah, it was like a proper gut punch, wasn't it? You know, it? like I never get I I don't ever you know when people like really, really Hollywood people die and and everyone's yeah. outpouring. It's like I, that, I I've never really felt that before. But with mm-hmm. this one, I, it's just I think it's because he's in my like When I first started comedy and decided that's what I wanted to do, he was such a the the, just one of the main guys that I would watch and just think, just how brilliant. He's the sort of person you'd watch and think, I don't know why I'm bothering. Like no one is can think like that. That is, he's just so funny.
2: I actually, yeah, I think there's probably a few things at play, isn't there? There's, there's that he was obviously such a brilliant stand-up. I think he. Got massive sort of mainstream appeal through from being just the best at panel shows, mm-hmm. um, and then also the fact that he was only 58, like, there's a lot, yeah. that I think it's sort of that makes it super sad. And yeah, he was just, oh, just like so funny. And you know, a lot of panel shows have become a bit tired, and yeah, he's just always original, tooth, but he was always always, on them. yeah,
1: just pulls the rug. You just like, yeah, an yeah, angle yeah. that no one would ever even think about yeah. going, yeah yeah um i met him once i met him once um supported him on tour but but Mm. by accident he he'd he was (laughs) what happened i was doing a gig in chester then i got a phone call from his agent but there was there was a problem with the trains and he couldn't Mm. get there for the start so i went and i was i was so chuffed and i only saw him for five minutes in passing because i had to run off to another gig but i mean it was it was it was very nice yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Like all of the tributes for him today just tell the story, right? Everyone yeah. is saying how much they loved him. And Yeah, know, I mean yeah, every would... every
1: like the my or every though you can't look at Twitter without it's every yeah. post. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 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 Joel. Um how do we pick it up from this? <laughs> uh, we've got a, we've got a cracking episode ahead. Yeah. Have we got anything else you yeah. want to talk about, Joel?
2: Not really. I, you know, I'm 30 now, so I'm a lot more mature. Um, things have really changed in my household. Have they? What's, what's changed? Yeah. Um, as you can see, I'm wearing a suit now to record the podcast. You are. It's very nice with a bow tie. Uh, it's all very. It's all very formal. Um, I. Yeah, the pension. I keep checking my pension every 10 minutes. What's that like? Um, what having a pension? Yeah. No, I don't know. It's not. It's not like any, anything in it. <laughs> I just keep keep checking it I see it's still there um, you know just wearing slippers all the kind of stuff you do as you get old
1: Ah, that's that's nice yeah. isn't it
2: yeah suit and slippers and checking my pension that's the three <laughs> I have got a have pension I
1: think it. but that's for my old job yeah. and I, I mean I don't think there's anything in it no. not very much because mm. I remember when I, when it first happened when I first got the job they said do you want this pension I was like I'm too young for a pension so yeah. I opted out And then I got a bit older and I was like, oh, maybe I should opt back in. And then I think a year later, I went full-time in comedy. Isn't
2: the rule that you should, whatever your age is, you should add a zero to that. Like if that's when you start your pension. So let's say you're 30 Mm. and you've never had a pension. Yeah. And you start a pension, you should put 300 pounds a month into your pension so that you have enough when you retire. Not going to happen. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know mm-hmm. I don't think pensions are even going to exist when we're old enough to take them out I'm not sure we'll ever be allowed to retire no exactly exactly my point John. Yeah. Um, yeah so Joel Jolly boy shall we crack on with the we'll podcast we'll doing this
2: we'll still be doing this over zoom when we're 85 that'd be
1: nice though wouldn't it
2: wouldn't that be brilliant I think it'd be nice yeah, it do you would reckon it'd be, good, it be yeah. different be you know, like virtual reality podcasts maybe but we wouldn't know how to use it. You're bad enough with technology are as it what is now, talk,
1: What are you talking about? I'm, I'm very good at technology. Te- You're quite bad at technology. Name something so, that's happened uh, recently, okay. technology-wise.
2: I've never, I've never brought this up with you. Oh, no. But for some reason, you make me join the same Zoom link yeah. every week. Yeah. But you send it to me in, like, May. <laughs> and so every week, I have to go through my emails. You're, and you always just send a message one minute before we record. Usual link. And it's just one email from you that has got no subject that was sent to me four months ago.
1: I, I you play, you might I not play. be getting
2: any emails, Mark. You might but not be Joe, getting any emails. This is a
1: prime yeah. example of now you're more mature. It's cu- all yep. about communication. I, <laughs> to, me, to, to me, to me, that thick. is so easy. But one, it's easy yeah. for me because I don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. But I, I just in my head I was like, yeah, that's an easy thing to do. He doesn't have to worry about finding the new link. <laughs> and just stick why don't you just stick the new link somewhere that's easy to get yeah i
2: guess i could do that
1: there you go you're more mature I just, now, Joel. I
2: just find it confusing do you use the same link for every podcast you record
1: yeah so basically anyone who's ever done anything with me on zoom can <laughs> usually co- can, can come in now and <laughs> yeah they could join right now yeah yeah, yeah. any of the it. hundreds of people you've recorded on zoom to <laughs> no, you honest, any of the like lit, yeah h- yeah the, all the people that used to Come to watch the my Zoom shows when I was trying out Joe. So just join this so right I now, do, yeah. And I'd, I'd embrace it, Joe. That'd be. I'd love. Yeah, that. it'd be great fun. It'd be fun, wouldn't um, it? So yeah. So obviously, uh, as always, there'll be an extra podcast over on Patreon with today's guest, and also another 361 jokes five at a time. Go check that out: Patreon.com/slash forward jokes with Um And who have we got on this week, Joel We've got Mr. Stuart Mitchell. Stuart
2: Mitchell.
3: Here he is. I take my I take jokes like this is why I love your podcast because I take jokes far too seriously. Nice, no, uh, yeah. So it drives my <laughs> wife mad because I'm I'm always oh, yeah. so I've I, I mean I've spent a lot of time investing in joke writing and spent time in America as well with sort of late night writers and getting coached and oh, cool. yeah. So I've done a lot. In terms of the element of surprise and the left turn and mm. cutting down words and and all that, all that goes with that. So, so yeah. Tell me more about in America. What 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 was that? Well, there's a there's a every every comic will be googling this now. There's a, there's a World Series of Comedy in Las Vegas. I don't know if you've heard of this.
1: A World Series.
3: Yeah. So it takes place in September every year, and it's like a conference, and it's got. So like it's not a competition. Jo- they do they do do a, an element of a competition, but you oh, don't right. need to take part. But it's got uh, top comedy writers, uh, people representing like, late night, everything, uh, and yeah, it's just so, so like two-
1: a, it's a industry kind of yeah meat market and, sort of thing. Yeah,
3: yeah. So so spent some time there. Did some sort of gigged in New York and LA, Vegas. Spent about two months out there as well, mm. and because what I found, I was doing too much uh, material in Scotland that only would really work in Scotland. Right. And okay. So I did that, and then did like the Middle East with uh, gigs out there, and then went to Australia and best of. Uh, so yeah. So it's quite a lot to talk about
1: here. So did you? So when you you were doing stuff that was quite Scotland centric. Mm. When you went over there, were you prepared to not do that
3: stuff or did you do some stuff and go, ah, oh, I need to? <laughs> so, completely honest, uh, I did. The, I was one of very few Scots that got into the Natty final in London. Do you remember that? It was like a new yeah, material. what year did you do? Uh, I think it was 2012 that I did.
1: I think you were the year before me.
3: Yeah, so mm. so I bombed in London. That was one of my first gigs in the final, and just bombed. Oh, did you? Yeah, and from that from that day, I just committed that it would never happen. So I ended up moving to London. I'm, I moved to London at the time for about. Oh, you're someone maybe. that really
1: just goes for it, aren't you? Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. just go. Yeah, just yeah, just went for it, and so yeah, so the yeah, just built it up, and yeah, I do. I mean, I do. <sighs> I do a lot more writing for other things now than I do performing. Mm. Uh, oh do it. Right. Which I, I do enjoy. So yeah. So, yeah.
1: so t- what's an example of a Scottish centric joke that doesn't really translate? Well,
3: well, for instance, one of the jokes that doesn't translate is uh, I said, I bought my cousin for his birthday. I bought my United Nations lunchbox because uh, it's the ultimate peacekeeper. Oh, yep, yeah, no. Because a piece in Scotland is a sandwich.
1: Right, that's the key element to that joke.
3: So I opened with oh, that. Oh, that's a
1: great joke. Is it, I mean, once it's explained.
3: It's a great joke, but it's only great if people get it, isn't so it? So
1: did you not know that people don't all call? No. Oh, so that's. No. So you must have time... been like, this is my
3: banker. And you're like, yeah. what is going on? <laughs> and, I th- and I think it was because I was a bit still. I mean, in my earliest 20s, I was still quite immature and I didn't take it as seriously as I should have taken it then. Yeah. Uh, whereas the flip side now, uh, my agent is always going mad because when I get a corporate, he thinks I just do like ridiculously amount of prep. Uh, oh, yeah. And what I collect and everything from, if I'm doing a corporate live, I'll, I'll collect the menu. So I know what they've just had to eat. So it looks as if I've done something off the cuff.
1: Uh, Oh, right. Yeah. So
3: loads of different things. Uh, Yeah. Investigate the venue, what it looks like. Because I always remember that what really opened my eyes was uh, when I first moved to London, Milton Jones was in the 99 Club. And there was a stag doing and it was awful, like Mm. awful. It was mental. And they were all dressed as, they were all Elvis. Okay. Like dressed as Elvis. And he went up on stage and went, Come on, guys, a little less conversation. <laughs> and the whole place just went mad. And and they instantly just respected him, shut up, and just listened to the comedy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, That's how to do it. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, he he's instantly shown them that he's
1: funny. Yeah. That he can do it off the cuff. Mm. So, and then, yeah, there's so many situations where that's happened. Actually, that's how I got into the Natty final. Okay. Because I went for it a few years, and you know what that tryout's like. It's, yeah. it's just, you do like two minutes or something, and yeah. it's just the comedians, and it's the most, it's the worst, it's just the worst thing. Yeah. And then before me, before me on this one was, a, um, it, it was the craziest act I've ever seen. It was it was it was like a, a drag queen mm. It was. A, was it? yeah it was a drag queen singing christina aguilera whilst bought like bought frying an egg wow or something it was madness like and i was on straight after and i was like well that's another year god it's like <laughs> and then when i went up i just had the thought to say Oh, don't don't just hate it when the act before he does all your jokes or does all does your act or something, and it's got this massive laugh. Yeah, and then I got in because that got their attention enough to have an all right gig, and then the yeah. the was just I think it just said to the organisers, "Ah, oh, this guy can think on his feet," and I got in that year. Yeah. yeah, so that can make call the difference?
3: Yeah, and it really changed my view because uh I, I, the stand gave me five minutes in Glasgow to do the set the night before. Mm. And it smashed, like absolutely smashed. And I went right. down, I thought this, and then just, it was the, it was the worst <laughs> gig I think I've ever had in a final. And do you think it was
1: all from that first joke? Because that first joke in a competition, if it doesn't hit instantly, the audience, because they, they are in judging mode.
3: Yeah, it totally threw, yeah, it threw me. And I was quite inexperienced at the time as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, so... But it's like in life, isn't it? You've got to fail to... Yeah, to yeah. That's how, you, that's
1: how you learn, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because I did a couple of gigs in Canada in like 2011. I was just in Canada. And then so I just found some gigs to do. And I'd, I'd, I think I made references to Tesco yeah. and stuff like that. And then someone afterwards said, you know, that's not a thing over here. And I was like, oh, I should have definitely given this a bit more thought. Yeah, but you, but now I know that, so yeah. <laughs> I'm always more prepared when I do this stuff. Um, so what's have you got some stuff handy that you've you sort of prepared?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to. I was gonna. I was gonna share two jokes that I've never worked. Mm. That I always maybe every six months try them again because I okay. like. Okay, oh, I love them. great. So uh, the first one is uh, when I met when I met my wife she had the full package movie sports documentaries <laughs> never works
1: one so so I wonder what's what's your thought on that what why do you think that doesn't hit
3: I think it's because people don't really connect full package with Sky TV and movies sports and documentaries but I think oh I was what, thinking the opposite
1: I was thinking that that side of it works fine but I've never really heard anyone describe their partner as the full package.
3: Okay.
1: But, but maybe is that so do you think that's a common thing that people say? Yeah, I, I think I, I, I think she's oh she's
3: package. got. I but then maybe. it might yeah, oh she's got the full package or maybe you would say that about a guy i don't know maybe that's what they say about guys he's got the full package i wouldn't know but i don't know a, yeah. because
1: for me the sky and the package that that makes perfect sense to me yeah because i like the joke mm. but so does it get anything or is it
3: it's just, no, not it just it's as to... if it's yeah it's one of the jokes <laughs> it's just a statement isn't it
1: <laughs> i wonder have you ever tried different versions
3: yeah, so I've I've tried. I've spoke to other comics about it as well, and it's they full think the package that- is a holiday as well, isn't it? Is there, yeah, do they call a, it a
1: full pa- a package
3: full- holiday. Yeah,
1: they don't call it a full package. No, they,
3: they call it half board, full board. Oh, full board. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't work then. Yeah. So, and then the the other one is that, I like, I say, uh, I've got a joke here in buck teeth. So if you've got buck teeth, brace yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I had a I had a brace yourself joke as well that didn't really work, which was um, I've got I've got this crazy idea how to get rid of all for brace yourselves, but again never never works. Yeah, I wonder why that and, is.
3: Yeah, I, I I once ran round at a new material night. I once ran round the whole crowd waving my my new jokes up in the air, saying, "Oh, I'm just running new material to <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah that that never went well but uh,
1: what what so that did that that's yes see I like commitment to a joke like that yeah. like I love that but did you so you ran around just waving it yeah. before you started or as you before so I was introduced
3: yeah and I ran through the audience to the that's, stage that's where you went wrong
1: I think I think that is too much for the first joke Okay. I feel like they need to know you're funny, and then when you start running around, I think they'll find it amusing that mm. you're doing this mad thing because they already like you, and mm. then they trust that it's worth it.
0: Whereas I think yeah. if
1: you just if you just run around, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I think that I don't think that's. I think that's too much for for the opening
3: joke. Yeah, I've done I, really, I've done really sing, really silly things like that. I once. Do you know how you go to the dry cleaners and you get one of the bags they put they put it in? I yeah. walked on stage and and I remember a, a comedian. He doesn't gig much now, but he still goes John Gavin, a Scottish guy. Oh yeah, I know. And then I walked on stage wearing one of the sort of suits, and I says, "Oh, I've just been divorced. She's taking me to the cleaners." Right.
1: <laughs> that is great. <laughs> and then That's I had,
3: good. but I had to stay on stage for my full set. For five minutes, just wearing this.
1: <laughs> but that's to me. That's fine. But what was what
3: was the reaction to that? Just they just didn't seem to go for it at all. At the beginning, they didn't even yeah, just didn't go for it. So stuff I've been I've been working on is so just again what I do is I tend to write just like a lot of comics write loads of notes in my phone. Yeah. Uh, so it was regarding so I, we took the dog to the vet because he wasn't very well. And a man literally turned up with a dog and a co-op bag, <laughs> a dead dog in a bag. Uh, so I wrote that in my phone, uh, and I was oh, that's thinking, true. "It's true, yeah." So, so that's what I'm trying. I try and do that now. I try and just write about things that I've seen or done. So, and so then, yeah. So, really I get an older gentleman turned up while I was handing my dog, and said, "Oh, my dog passed away. He's in the bag." And then I, I sort of looked at... And the vet looked back at me. And once he'd gone, I said... I, gen, I just said to the vet, sort of off-cuff, God, I thought he was going to ask for his bag back. <laughs> right. So that's, I'm going to work on that. I and was then, thinking
1: it was going to be something to do with Bag for Life.
3: Yeah, see, I've seen... You've probably but, but there
1: are a lot of Bag for Life jokes. Of, yeah. Which is the, yeah. Which is what I was going to sort of say. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then I was thinking to myself... God the trouble wait, is, what,
1: your, well, sorry, what's, what's your opinion on that if because to me the audience might be thinking do you think that affects a joke if the audience really think you're going to go
3: one way and then you don't yeah what What? there's a phrase do you know how people will say to you maybe at the end of a gig I thought you were going to say yeah yeah and I think if an audience member says I thought you were going to say then that's good because then they're not expecting what's coming yeah yeah. But if they come up and say, I knew you were going to say that, then yeah. for me, that's a crap joke because mm. they've they've discovered the surprise. Yeah, I've had jokes where
1: they laugh before they get to the punchline, which you think, oh, it's good that they laughed, but it's not it's not satisfying yeah. then, because then you think to yourself, well, some of them have got it. There will be mm. some that haven't. Do I carry on and do the joke or do I just leave it and say, oh, you beat me to it? Yeah. Because there will be some and I never know how to react to those situations.
3: Yeah. So so that's something I would probably take and expand on. So then I was thinking, God, when his wife dies, is he going to turn up to the undertakers with her in a washing basket? <laughs> or it needs to be something maybe a bit more specific than that. So a Tupperware dish or an empty hero's chocolates box or something <laughs> like that.
1: I'll call it a street box. Oh, that's interesting. So, you've written that in, but you haven't, that hasn't been road tested. No,
3: that's not been, not tested whatsoever. Uh, So, I got, and the other thing, so this came through the door the other day. I know you can't see it on the podcast or if you're listening, but it's an organ donation leaflet. Oh, yeah. Because come the end of March, organ donation laws are changing in Scotland where you've got to opt out and not opt in. Okay, so you're open. And then that got me thinking, like, if you were, do you know how sometimes jokes are good when you put the onus on an object? So if you say that the heart's thinking this or God the liver's thinking this. Hmm. And I was thinking to myself, if you were a heart and you were you were in a body and the organ donation team came in to get you, you would the heart would be a bit like, come on, guys, I've been working nonstop for the last 65 years. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just something I wrote around I like, that.
1: Yeah, I like that. The, the organ's opinion of being, essentially they're being adopted, aren't they? Yeah. So it could you could have it that they they have the angle of what a child must think when they're being adopted as well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and opting in and opting out. So you're, I mean, you're, yeah, you literally, you're just you're just gone and they're already right in, sort of taking all your possessions
1: yeah 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 i quite like because there's you could have the other angle of like like your 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 organs that are still alive or still good mm-hmm. like they've got a chance of carrying on and staying alive like their attitude yeah. might be they're quite happy to do that yeah and if you've opted out they're like but what what about me
3: yeah where's my yeah where's my sorry permission
1: yeah, that's that's a nice idea. I had an idea yeah. about a joke about um, my 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 granddad or donate wanted his organs donated, but which really freaked them out at Oxfam or something <laughs> like that. I don't know if I ever even tried that. I'd never thought. I don't think I ever got the word in quite right. But what's yeah, Oxfam? Is that a good place to? Oxfam's the most obvious. Yeah, and it's quite o- a nice sort of sharp sounding charity shop isn't it yeah
3: oxfam yeah maybe
1: it's just too disgusting yeah maybe it's just a bit yuck
3: yeah
1: because and maybe that might be the trouble with the dog thing because as soon as you mention a dead dog people people freak out
3: well that's i mean while we're on that topic that i found doing my edinburgh shows so my edinburgh shows both of them the first one was all about my dad's terminal cancer and my second one was all about my mum committing suicide, well, so the <laughs> and the jokes—the any- <laughs> jokes had to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And did you did you have trouble in previews with that trying yeah. to get get it match fit?
3: Without a doubt, yeah. It was really difficult, uh, especially with the the cancer stuff and yeah, and the suicide stuff. I think the the one of the opening lines for my mum's suicide was that uh, those that lose a parent under the age 18 are three times more likely to commit suicide themselves. So you better laugh at these effing jokes.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a great joke because that really that really eases the tension, yeah. I think. Because you're and you're and you're addressing yeah. all the all the, the potential problems with the show, all in that one joke. Did that yeah. work?
3: Yeah, it worked really yeah, well. Yeah. Uh and then the the, the one that worked well for my dad, again, all, all true, was uh, literally 24 hours before my dad passed away. Uh, if people know about this, you get like McMillan nurses, like palliative care nurses that come out to the house. And what I found really weird was they explain everything to the patient. So this woman's leaning over my dad saying to him, uh, it was a long, uh, towards the end, George, the the pattern of your breathing will change. And my dad says, "I know it will stop." <laughs> and I just found that such a nice sort of yeah, such a nice way to put it. So yeah, but the the other stuff. I've was got he a funny thought, guy? Sorry, was he a funny guy? Yeah, he was a he was a funny guy. He liked to he liked a, a a joke and yeah. Yeah, he never saw me much doing comedy because it was I wasn't really going that long. But right. no, I did. We come from a family of jokers because we had such a tragic past. in my mum doing what she did when I was seven. Right. I've got a I've got a bit that I like at the moment in a routine that it's only a bit that works. So I'm trying to add that into something I've just literally started writing so i'll give you i'll give you the, the 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 thing that works is it's all about an oven doctor so an there's oven, a ge- doctor
1: oven doctor
3: yeah there's have you yeah. heard of these people <laughs> no. so it's a it's a franchise called the oven doctor and they come to your house and they clean your oven for 80 pound okay right and the, and the guy's got a, a card oven doctor and i always thought to myself god uh, can you imagine like phoning him at four in the morning and he answers the phone and you're like, ah. he's like, ah, can I help you? And it's like, it's Marvin. It's got a bit of a temperature. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only bit. That's the only bit that I've tested at a club and it's it's worked and it's worked really well. But we had to get our, our only about four weeks ago our boiler. So our boiler's just on the blunt, basically. Mm. So I I I. I I've tried stuff about um my boiler and I are very similar because we both haven't been consistently working for the last twelve months.
1: <laughs> that's nice. Uh,
3: and the actual So that's
1: a nice little section, you're grouping yeah. those together.
3: Yeah. So I need to think of how I include that. And the the brand of boiler is called ideal, even though it's anything but Yeah. So and that's quite a and then when I phoned, so, and this is where I'm trying to get a routine out of this is when you phone these people now, when you've got a contract to get your boiler fixed, they try and get you to fix it mm. so they don't have to come out. So sh- I'm thinking, well, surely I should just be paying the seven ninety nine a month to myself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Because they so that so basically, so I wrote this down. So they said, What's your boiler doing at the moment? And I'm thinking, Well, well, he's is it, I don't know, he's at Tesco. What do you think he's doing? He's not working, do you know. <laughs> uh, and then it, it, she went on and said, uh, Has it got a flu? And I'm thinking, No, I think I, th- I don't think it's a flu. <laughs> <laughs> that wordplay uh, of the word flu, so and what's, then
1: what's the other. I don't, what's the word, what's the other, what's the flue wordplay?
3: <laughs> well, in a bo- you get a flue in a boiler that comes out the side of the house. Yeah, you don't I, know. I do, a fl- it, is that what it's called? A flue, yeah, that thing that pops out and lets the steam out. It's called a flue.
1: Yeah, didn't know that. There you go. So it looks like a, a bit like a flume that comes out of the side of a swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. Is that? It's not a flume, it's a flue. No, it's,
3: it's, it's a flue. It's Has
1: called it a got- flu, yeah. Oh, see, see, that could just be me not knowing that. Yeah. But if if a lot of people don't know that, then that joke's dead. That's the trouble. Yeah. But you haven't tried these yet?
3: No, I've not tried. So these are just notes I've made. Uh, so I would probably go through. So. But that would be good if you... if Because you, that would really work
1: if you said there's also a boiler doctor. Because then yeah. the flu, that makes even more sense to have it as a doctor thing. Yeah. Because and that's yeah. a nice link. There's there's doctors for all these things now. My boiler broke and, and then do that.
3: Yeah, and then I thought about and I've put here like a, a six month waiting list to get an appointment for the <laughs> the doctor. Uh, or what was the other thing I've put? Oh, you should
1: here? do something about phoning the receptionist and and them not wanting that. You you have to tell the receptionist what's wrong with your oven first before yeah. they'll let you talk to the doctor about it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go yeah. through other things that links between doctors and the oven? Like, because they might they, they, they might they, be good if there are, are some others. Yeah. A grill, getting a grill, grilling. Mm-hmm. Is there a wordplay with a grill? Yeah. G- g- yeah. A doctor. Gr- nah, no, I don't know if there is. I mean, we could be yeah. there forever doing this. Yeah. Turn yeah. it
3: up. Turn it up. Yeah, I think with the. I think with the yeah Marvin's got a bit of a temperature and what I could do there in terms of it's up at 180 just now, eh, or something like that. So so I'll probably but these are the this is an example of something that I that I'll just write down and then I'll go through it in mm. terms of. So there was another bit that yeah, I thought. That's I what
1: could, I do with my ideas. I stick them in my phone and then wait till I've got a few and then sit yeah. down and try and work it out like it's a
3: puzzle. Yeah. And then the other, I think the, the other thing I thought about, oh yeah, so there's a, in in Scotland and just outside Edinburgh, there's a power plant. And the guy who came to fix the boiler said, oh, my day job is in the power plant, but I do homers for this company at the weekend. And I, I just wrote down, they've literally sent Homer Simpson to fix my boiler. <laughs> so. I'll do something. And then he, he just went on about how they had lots of issues. So I thought, could there be a link in terms, could boiler suffer from mental health issues? And what oh, could yeah. they do with that?
1: What issues has it got?
3: Low self-esteem or low, I don't the know. esteem,
1: is the steam. Is a, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's great.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's sort of stuff that uh, I've been working on. I did... I did. So um,
1: you got the to show you we're going to do in Edinburgh ready. That like, will this be added to it if you can get this stuff working, or is yeah, it now a fresh show?
3: I think so. Yeah, because what I wrote so not so much, but I wrote quite a big piece. Like I'm sure a lot of comics have done on the coronavirus mm. because if if people have seen me before, I'm I'm known I'm known in Scotland to be the guy with like tips missing from my fingers, and I know Dave <laughs> Allen had that as well. But my Did si- I that. yeah, so my signature routine is all about my tips missing. Yeah, yeah. Fingers.
1: I remember you were doing that stuff in in, in, the, in Leeds.
3: Yeah, so I always try and go back to the hand at one stage and the show, but obviously have new material on it. Oh, that's interesting.
1: So, yeah. do you feel you you want to address it early? Or is it something that isn't really noticed by the audience yeah
3: it's not really noticed by the audience but a lot of the audience who come and see me on tour have seen the past two shows yeah so they'll know about my hand and yeah yeah so is that that is that
1: quite hard to keep generating
3: material about
1: a topic like that
3: not really so for instance it is only the two fingers so so the the bit I did. So my very first show that I did in Glasgow before obviously the tour got pulled, uh, when I I said I did that opening joke about it's the first show, it might be my last due to COVID. I said, uh, with COVID, it's a touch sensitive disease. So with my hand, I'm 20% less likely to catch it. (laughs) That's good. Uh, And then I said, (laughs) and then the, the tag, the tag on that was, Whereas my sister says, with this disabled hand, I've always been twenty percent less likely to catch anything. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I
1: did,
3: and, but that, and then that, I think that, I
1: with that joke, I think because because obviously you no one can see this, but you you had your hand as if you were going to catch a ball. Then. Yeah. Do you think you need to say that because sorry, need to do the action because you could just take that as 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 at face value because. You would still be less likely to always catch yeah. a disease. that it's way. a good
3: it's a good point because I tested it maybe once, uh, two or three times before, and when I when I do the action of trying to catch something and looking really worried, it tended to get a better reaction. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can totally yeah. see that. Yeah. Oh, that's a great bit. So yeah. re- with that, once COVID is all sort of sort of is old news, that's a good joke. Do you think you can tra- like? You can update that joke, or just to have a generic joke about about just hygiene, kind of catching a cold or anything.
3: Yeah, I think I think you could say it with anything that was going around at the time in terms of flu. If it was flu, catching flu, or yeah. does, that,
1: does that mean you have to 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 sing less of Happy Birthday? That's or yeah. Something? So
3: that that's that's great minds because <laughs> one of the one of the jokes was, I only need to wash my hands for uh, sixteen seconds, uh, which is only two verses of Happy Birthday. So you never know whose birthday it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So, 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 if, if, is it, so you've always found it quite easy to generate, because obviously that's a that's a new situation that you've then been able to go. Okay, how does this situation affect? Yeah. Uh, my hand. Hmm. Or my hand affect the situation so what so what what's your go to when you start trying to think like will you think of situations that you've come into with your hand
3: yeah so all all situations so I'll look at situations with fingers missing and what that could mean and, uh, so and you what... i mean
1: have you done anything i I can't remember what your bits were, but I'm guessing you've come up with some sort of um kidnapping bit have you have you ever done anything like that no i've done because uh, they send fingers in the
3: post or yeah or i've never done kidding see that's a good point I've i never feel done weird kidding. trying to
1: come up with jokes about this yeah. for you
3: <laughs> yeah it was a obviously a great legend of mine icon is stuart francis Oh yeah, and uh, he saw me at the stand in Edinburgh, and he said, uh, "I won't try a Canadian accent because I'm terrible." But he said, uh, "Oh, you should say that uh, every time you point out directions. They arrive 200 yards short of their destination."
1: <laughs> oh, that's really good. And I thought that's really good.
3: Did you, uh, did, you did that work? Uh, I've not. I've actually not tried it as such. So really? that's do, been, do you feel uh,
1: weird doing it because he's someone else suggested it?
3: Yeah, do you know, it's different when it's he's someone... He's retired is, now, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, do you know what? This is interesting. It's different because he's he's so respected in the industry mm. and, and and other comics telling you things is fine. But what I found again when I was starting early is somebody would say, oh, you should say this or a new material night, like, you should say that. And then it just... I was always scared to do it because mm. I, I always want to do stuff now that you know a hundred. That's why writing weather well I don't, I don't do well in writer's rooms and I always look rude because I come out of the room and I like to sit on my own and get right. stuff yeah. done. Uh, but this like one to one's always good bouncing ideas, but anything more than that, I just feel, yeah, I don't really, I need yeah. to be really focused the only, the only thing someone said, the only thing that someone said that I keep in my set is a, uh, do you know how I was talking about doing the show about my, my mom committing suicide and stuff? Hmm. And, and the first one is about dad. Well, I, tu- I touched on obviously the second show about being an orphan at 32 and uh, a woman <laughs> came to see the show in Falkirk and it was, it was a dodgy show. Like I didn't have the best gigs. Mm. and I I wouldn't say I was feeling emotional, but that town is the closest to Lundlifco where I used to stay and the show didn't go well and I was talking obviously about mum and dad passing away and the woman came up to me at the end and she says, son, that was absolutely terrible. (laughs) She says, but take the positive, at least your parents weren't alive to witness that. Wow. Wow. I thought, wow, that is a Scottish put
1: down. Wow, yeah, go straight in your pad. (laughs) So, so was she? What was her? Where
3: did that come from? With her, was she trying to be funny? Well, I think she was. But do you know? I mean, the show, the show went all right. It just never went as good as I would have liked. But it's that thing where I noticed all through the show, she was, she hated the whole thing. Right, and you know how we always focus on that one person. She was just,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, she, she had hated it. There.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was the that was. So, brutal. do you just
1: relay that as a? Yeah. yeah
3: in your so I say I say now. that on stage about about getting heckled and the the worst sort of heck. It wasn't a heckle as such, but it was yeah after the show, and that's what I normally normally say.
1: I wonder if that would work. I wonder if it would get a, like a, I wonder what the different response would be if you changed it to it being a heckle during a show mm. whether that that seems worse so would that get a bigger laugh for you do you think is it ups the stakes or would it make people more uncomfortable that that she's yeah, said I've,
3: that? Been, I've only I've not done it a lot but I've never I've never said it during the show uh, the only ten the the only tension release joke I do not similar, but what happened was uh, when my grand passed away, my nephew. So we all went to the she. My my gran was a Catholic, and I'm Protestant, but we don't. I don't. It's just one of these things. Uh, and in the Catholic community, they sort of light candles in the chapel. And my my nephew lit a candle in front of the whole family, stood back, and then just went happy birthday. <laughs> And then he blew out all the candles, just wiping out the memory about fifty people. So I, I talk about I talk about that uh, on stage as well, and that always seems to do well.
1: That's funny. That's cool. Have you got any other bits that you wanted to to chat about before? We yeah. Finish? So the
3: so the other bit was about uh, so my sister, basically my my sister's friend is having a baby. Uh, and she was she was showing my sister the 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 scan photograph of the baby, and she was basically just moaning how crap how it wasn't it didn't look very good it wasn't very good like and I'm thinking what do you want to do like do they do you want them to stick a can and up your fanny? <laughs> <laughs> and then she she loves Instagram, so I'm thinking if it, if the kids anything like her, they probably had to retake the photograph seven times and. Put a filter on it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and so just imagine I've got bunny ears. <laughs> yeah, or just imagine the baby saying, "Hold on, I got rid of this cord." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's
1: something in that. I like that. That's good.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's another yeah. new idea, is it?
3: Yeah, new idea. And then the the only bit I've done once I did it at, again. Sarah's gig uh, was the, the, I've got a chill. I've just recently bought a chili bottle. Do you know these chilli bottles you sort of keep water cool? And uh, I, I found out they started comedy. I started comedy in 2009 when the chilli bottle launched. <laughs> and I thought about saying, uh, and I'll leave you to decide what one has been most successful. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's That's good. I've often wanted a good joke. With a bottle of water or something, mm-hmm. so that when you have one on stage and you go to take a sip, you can do it, do something yeah. with it. So that's ideal.
3: And I think I think visu- visually, a chili bottle it looks very distinctive. So I think what I said in the gig as well that I'm going to work on is uh, this way this way up. It's a water bottle put in it its side. It's a North Korea missile.
1: <laughs> so. With that shirt on, you actually look a lot like it. It's like you're <laughs> trying to. I don't know if there's something you could do with that. Michola! Hashtag Ooga Stuart Mitchell. Sounded sort of Spanish, didn't it? Yeah, yeah.
2: Lovely stuff. I liked it. Yeah.
1: So, uh, great podcast. Any feedback, do let us know. At jokes with Mark. Um, I think next week, hopefully, we'll have, we, might have a, I think we might have another... Um, little joke to uh, for Joel and I to workshop that seemed to be quite oh. a popular thing over the last couple of weeks with our viewers, listeners, viewers, listeners, viewers. Same thing, really. Friends, friends, <laughs> um, and that that is obviously uh, from the higher tier of our Patreon. Uh, if anyone who tries that will help you work on some of your jokes you're having trouble with. Um, so there'll be another of those next week. Uh, is there anything more
2: from you, Joel? Nothing more for me, Mark. Nothing more for you.
1: Mark. Nothing more for me, Joe. Hashtag Uga, everybody.
4: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part?